Welcome back to Gather the Scattered Podcast. My name is Casey Purvis, and I am your host. Um, if you are like me right now, you are not wanting to get in the car to go to school, or you're not wanting to get into the car to go to work because you just had an amazing time with your family and your friends and ate so much good food and done so much good shopping, and you just don't want to get off the couch or get out of the bed. But, I mean, I guess if I think about it, today is Cyber Monday, so you could be doing some shopping, but just make sure you get me something good too, okay? (laughs) So, um, today I want to talk to you about how to scatter joy instead of comparison. Y'all, stepping into motherhood and that season, I think there is like a dark cloud of comparison that just subconsciously comes with it. Like, it's not something we want, and we didn't really ask for it, but somehow it shows up without welcome. Um, a little story here. My youngest son, Lord, he's so handsome and fun, but he didn't start walking as soon as some of the other kids his age. He crawled later than most, and his crawling method was actually more of a scoot and pretty cute. <laughs> he should have been on one of those commercials that had all the little babies crawling around in the diapers, and they were crawling all kind of weird sort of ways. And the way he crawled was by sitting on his little hiney with one leg tucked in and one leg tucked out. And he would scoot across the floor dragging that leg. So <laughs> we started calling him Scooter. <laughs> Because it was just so funny. I mean, at the time, we weren't really concerned too much until people were wondering why he wasn't walking at a year old. At that time, I never thought about it until people started asking. And then I started comparing his development to other children, which is almost like a knee-jerk reaction when something is brought to your attention about your child. It's just, you know, different. So we went to the standard checkups that you take your child to the doctor for when they are hitting specific milestones and just to make sure they are meeting certain benchmarks for how their child should be developing. We went to the 12th month appointment and he wasn't walking yet. So we left with the standard, oh, it'll be any day now. Then we went to a 15-month checkup, still the standard answer, oh, it's going to be any day now. And then we went to the 18th-month checkup, and this is where we got a little bit of a different response. So, Ms. Purvis, we're concerned about your child's development, and we may need to seek therapy for his legs, and we might need to do some more evaluations. My heart sunk because in my eyes, he was perfect. And that dark cloud of comparison came over me because I started evaluating everything that I could have been doing wrong, that maybe other moms were doing right, and that I was not doing. But here's the good news. A few weeks later, after we had scheduled an appointment for a physical therapist, wouldn't you know, he started walking. And to this day, His legs are like the strongest part of his body to the point he was on an undefeated soccer team this season because he's an outstanding passer. But all that comparison that I internally consumed was a waste of time and energy. Have you ever felt like that? Like you're feeling so much joy and love, but then in an instance of comparison, A surge of discontentment disrupts your point of view. Because the problem is, comparison is pleasing people and measuring your situation to theirs. All of a sudden, you're comparing your job to someone else's job. 
your financial situation to someone else's financial situation, your health compared to what someone else's health looks like, the car you drive, the house you have, the animals you have, the family that you have. And I could go on and on and on. But you can split that invisible line that's dividing you from what brings you joy and what brings you discontentment. Because comparison is the thief of joy and comparison doesn't keep. Y'all, comparison doesn't keep friendships. It taints them. It doesn't keep you confident. It forces you to downgrade yourself And it doesn't keep you focused on what's really important to you and your values. Let's just be honest. Social media is such a pretty view of what we like and share. Let's take Instagram, for example. It's personally one of my favorite social media platforms. But just like anyone, it can sometimes let comparison creep in a little bit. I mean, every time I see an influencer advertise the Amazon scrub brush for your bathroom uh, shower, I immediately envision my shower in my master bathroom that has some big things growing in the corner that really needs that $100 scrub brush because this influencer has it all figured out and cleans way more than I do. And honestly, she probably does. (laughs) I am more of a cooker, not the best cleaner. But what I have learned to do when I'm dealing with social media, such as Instagram, is to scale down a favorites list to see what I want to see on my feed. In my favorites list, I have about 10 accounts that I follow that bring me joy and happiness and not comparison. Something that I've learned over the years when combating anything that brings me down is to spread joy. Because if something is robbing me of joy, the best thing I can do is to spread joy. I kind of look at it like a math problem. A positive plus a positive equals a positive. And a negative plus a negative equals a negative. Basically, if you have a positive perspective plus a positive response to a situation, you will find joy. You choose what you want to add to your situation. And really, the best piece of advice I want to share with you is to make sure you are focusing on what you're being called to do right now in this season of life. Because you can get wrapped up in comparing your old situation to your new situation. Ever since we moved away from our hometown, my calling has been different than it used to be. And I'm certainly guilty of comparing the season I used to be in and not fully accepting the one that I'm in now. And maybe that's you too. One of my favorite authors is Rebecca Lyons, and she wrote a book called You Are Free. And the one thing that stuck out of my mind when I read that book, and it'll stick with me forever, is when she explained that your calling is where your gifts and your burdens collide. I'm going to let you think about that for a second. Your gifts And your burdens, when they collide, that is when you find your calling. Y'all, it took me forever to understand what in the world she was talking about. And just so you know, our callings are going to look similar in some ways, but they are different. I can't answer what your calling is, but I can tell you mine. My gift is using my voice to connect with people 
And the burden on my heart is that every single person that feels lonely in a new community finds their people. One day, I was at Zaxby's with my two young sons that love to go anywhere. Chicken tenders, fries, and sweet tea are served. You may have little people like that too. (laughs) We were waiting in line on this day and they were super busy. And they formed two lines to streamline the order process to make it a little quicker. I noticed in the opposite line that a police officer was standing behind me just a few people back. My heart tugs to see any public servant pay for their own food. Like, I just can't allow it to happen on my watch. It's just how I was raised. So it's now my turn to order food for me and my little ones. After the cashier takes our order, I mentioned to her that I would like to pay for the police officer behind me. So I left her my card so that she could use it to pay for that police officer's meal and I would have my little guy come grab it from her once the transaction was complete. I don't think there was some major joyful expression or hallmark movie response after he realized that his meal was paid for because I'm pretty sure this wasn't his first time that this has happened to him. So we left that day and we came back a few weeks later. So I get in line to order and pay for our food. And as I step away, the cashier calls out to me and she says, hey, aren't you the lady who paid for that police officer's food a few weeks ago? Y'all, I was shocked. I mean, I was shocked to the core that she even recognized me. I mean, it had been weeks and she remembered me paying for someone else's food. But it also made me realize that before people know you, like really know you or even know your name, they're going to remember the joy you bring to people or to them. So I'll leave you with the math equation that combats comparison and spreads joy. A positive perspective plus a positive response equals joy. Thank you so much for being here today. Help me gather the scattered and let's meet back here on Monday. Bye for now.